0: to another episode of Gotham City Central, a Batman podcast, and the Multiverse Music's they cast.
1: Hey, this is not here. It's actually the DC
2: Comics Chronicles. Get it right, Adam.
0: Uh, as always, I'm your host, Adam, aka the Bruce Wayne of the network. And with me is my co-host, Donnie, the Emerald Enthusiast, uh, who can still be the Emerald Enthusiast on a Batman podcast, because Batman and Green Lantern often team up. As long as he doesn't try and punch me in the face, we're good. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Donnie, how's it going?
1: Hey, what's up, Batman fans? It's the man whose ring runs on Fanboy Energy, the podcasting machine, the big nerd in green, leaping from OA to the grimy streets of Gotham. We're here to talk about detective comics. And Batman once wore a
0: Green Lantern ring at one point in, in an Elsewhere
1: Yes, or, for or very, very short time, yes. And Batman, Batman and Green Lanterns, they've had quite the colorful history.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, and that color is often uh, green with <laughs> a little black and gray uh, thrown in for yes, the measure. yeah. yeah. Um, but enough about the, uh, the various colors. Uh, but um, as, uh, as mentioned, based on the title of the show, we're here to cover some Batman, specifically Batman-related comic books, specifically Detective Comics. So, Donnie, we... We did a couple of issues of Detective, and now we're gonna we're in catch-up mode. So we're gonna not catch up on your hot dog, but catch up as in getting caught up with the uh, right the, the, the book. And so, Detective Comics, which issues are we covering today, sir?
1: We are covering ten thirty-seven through ten forty-two. Indeed. Yes. All right. So,
0: give us a little bit. Where do you want to start with ten?
1: Uh, well. Issue number yeah, 1,000 and was, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1,037. Indeed, that's, a, so, that's just that's a huge number, it really is. I, I like yeah. those big numbers, yeah, good. yeah, like, ah, Espe- like, especially if you own them all, makes you feel good, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I don't own all 137, 1,037. One, sorry, yes. yeah, my math is not good. Uh,
1: clearly,
0: you can tell I didn't do good in math, but uh, but yeah, I don't own all 1,037 of them, but I, I, own, I own a good. Yeah.
1: You know, it'd job. be nice. It'd be nice just to own number twenty-seven, the original number good twenty-seven. Board, yeah. Good
0: board, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I own a couple of twenty-sevens. It's not that one though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one up close. Uh, I'd I think I might faint if I if I did this <laughs> year. I'd, I'd be I'd be too scared to touch it. But anyway, this is where my my my
0: boy was born. You know. In, in
1: yeah. This. Wow. That's a real piece of history right there. Anyway, I'd
0: go back in time and steal
1: it. If there were actually working wormholes, that's the first thing I would do if I went back in time. I'd go to all the comic book shops, or there weren't comic book shops back then. I'd go to all the newsstands and say, Action Comics, Detective Comics, you know. Give me a hundred of uh, them. Yeah, <laughs> give me all, you know, uh, Comic Cavalcade, give me all of it. So back in the present day, we are back with Detective Comics 1037. A story called The Neighborhood Part Four. There's also some backup stories. But what we're seeing right now is that Bruce Wayne is implicated in the murder of Sarah Worth. Uh, in particular, due to the appearance of Lady Clayface as Sarah Worth. She looked like Sarah. So Batman is also suspected by the police as well as Sarah. Sarah's father, which is Mr. Worth, who is this gigantic villain who I like a lot, by the way. I think he's been really entertaining in this. Yeah. So Bruce is having to take extra care as he moves about. He's getting help from Huntress and Oracle. So what do you think of the opening scenes of this?
0: I I certainly like the fact that that this, by by necessity, given the situation that Bruce is in, we're seeing a lot more interaction between the Bat family yeah, And that's an aspect of the Batman world that I love, that I am that I, glad to be seeing employed more. I, I've always felt that, that in recent, in the last, you know, decade or two, they've kind of been, you know, the Bat family's been present, but they've been off on their own little islands. You know, Nightwing's doing his thing, and Nightwing, you know, the Birds of Prey had a title for an extended period of time. Uh, you know, um, so... We haven't really seen the level of of cooperation and connectivity that we're seeing now, and I I like it, so I will say that. Uh, Batman being, or Bruce being, you know, somewhat of a suspect for the the murder because Lady Clayface decided to show up in the guise of Sarah Worth, Mm -hmm. is really interesting in the sense that this is why it sucks not living in Wayne Manor, because if you lived in Wayne Manor, this wouldn't be an issue because you wouldn't have neighbors,
1: right? <laughs> right. So well, I I really like the direction that they've taken here. There, as you know, the old saying goes: don't solve a problem for your hero until you create two more. Yeah. Um, I believe it's Mariko Tamaki's the writer, right, of this yes. story? Yeah. yeah. Okay, she has created like a dozen problems for Bruce all at the same time. Yeah. And so he's dealing with all these things that I really like how this story is kind of going on on multiple levels. You have Batman as a suspect. You get to see the first really good look at Vile in this issue, who's a really interesting villain, as well as the, you know, the uh, Batman running from Mr. Worth. You have all that going on. Yeah, and it looks like
0: uh, Mr. Vile looks like something out of a horror movie, which
1: is cool. Yeah. Well, see, I like that. This had, it like had kind of a classic Batman feel, like Batman in the sewers, but at the same time you also had this horror movie thing going on. You had all this emotion going on, you know, um you had team-ups with Mr. Worth, eventually with Mr. Worth and the penguin. There was just there's so much going on around this that made you feel like a very big, tense, urgent story.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does feel very big and like very very impactful, like it's going to have a lasting impact. But at the same time it's very personal as well. And I, I like that. You know
1: what I mean, yeah, and I really liked a few of the things here that I want to point out about this issue is that there's a point where Bruce you know uh, Bruce is being questioned by the police, he's in a cell in the in the uh, the the police station, and seemingly everybody leaves, and the implication is that Mr. Worth has paid them off yeah and then he attacks the police station with a rocket launcher
0: cuz those it, are just you know lying
1: around. Right? I around. Yeah. I, but I guess when you're when you're as rich as Mr. When you that rich, yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. I I thought that was an interesting visual and I like the fact that, you know, Bruce kind of crawls out of the rubble. Yeah. And when he does, the lettering when when Mr. Worth is saying his name Bruce Wayne, the lettering is blurred kind of the way yes. it would be like if if your ears are ringing. And I thought that yeah. was that was a stroke of genius.
0: That was very well done. Very very creative. Yeah. I like that I like that. Mhm. I, at first I was like, wait a minute, do I need to go to the eye doctor? My eyes kind of... <laughs> but then, I'm, I, then I looked at them like, okay, no, 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 it's just the effect, of, okay, we're good. Uh, you, you know, um, so, yeah, but that was very clever and the explosion was really like the, the visual, the art of the, of the, yes, uh, of like the, 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 you know, the ball of fire. It, it just, it looked like destruction. Like, it looked like, oh, crap, this, I mean,
1: was that Carl uh, Mostert that did the pencils on that? Uh, I don't is that, believe so. Or is that, was that Dustin Yen?
0: No, wasn't
1: it? Hold on. There's, I it, get, cause there's two other backup stories. I can't remember who did what. Was but, it Dan?
0: It was either Dan Mora or Victor...
1: Uh, could, it, it, yeah, well, Mora, I know, did the cover. So
0: I'll tell you right now who... 10:37. Let's take a look. Because uh, I, I know one of the a couple of the guys you're speaking of did the uh, uh, did the backup.
1: We're just, and we're because we have six issues today. We're just going to touch briefly on the backup stories because we don't want to we don't want to stretch this out to two hours. We want this to be a yeah, refresher yeah, yeah. for people who are either reading and and want to kind of delve into it, or if you're not yeah. reading it for whatever, you need to know what's going on. We're letting you know that. Yeah, so. we,
0: we want we want to try and give you a reason to to read. So uh, Bogdanov or Bogdanovic, mm-hmm. I think I screwed that up. See him. No, nah, see, that's why you <laughs> nah, No, no, you're, what you're, your your methodology. You're trying to get me to say the name, so I screw them up. Uh, no, it's 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 Bogdan Bogdanovich who I almost did again, who, who did the art for the main story.
1: Yeah, Bogdanovich. I think yeah. Victor Bogdanovich.
0: Yeah, there it is. Thank
1: you. I think yes. that's how you say his name. Um, yes, but I just want to say for all of these issues, you know, you and I have talked before that. You can have a good artist, and the art can be good, but if it doesn't match the tone of the story, it can detract. Yes. In these issues, you get this kind of grimy-looking, gritty-looking art that lends itself perfectly to what's going on here.
0: Yeah, and there's the perfect image, Donnie, of you, you, we talk about the explosion and the effect of the, you know, the word, mm-hmm. the dialogue, but right off the bat, pun intended, there's, mm-hmm. there's Sort of one, you know, it's the early pages where Huntress is standing over, you know, uh, the, the the dead body, uh, I would assume, or, yeah. right? Right. And then in that same, and there's a small panel of Batman swinging, in, swinging in the sky, and it's kind of shadowed. Mm-hmm. And you see the, you know, the cape is really uh, in full effect there. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that shot of Batman swinging is is awesome. Wow. Uh, it looks great, and then the full page—you know—on the next page where he where he descends and he's kneeling uh, with the cave It's just such such great imagery. It reminds me kind of. Uh, it takes me back to when uh, Greg Greg uh, Capullo was working on Batman back in the New Fifty Two. Oh, that's good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So great art there too.
1: So, I like the coloring on the scene, too, after the explosion. You know, it's reds and yellows and oranges, yeah. and they're all kind of fused yeah. together to give you this, like, you know, really kind of, like, you know, a hot, like, almost volcanic type of scene. And yeah. I really like how that looked. So the coloring, it seems like, very well it seems
0: done. Like whenever those colors are used in DC, you know, the implication is that crap's hit the fan, right? Mm-hmm. So whenever you see red, <laughs> predominantly... It, it, in, with DC, it's, it's not
1: yep. a good thing. Colors by Jordy Belair, by the way. Yes. So yes, the pencils were Victor Bogdanovich. Excellent job, as well as by Mariko Tamaki, who, by the way, is taking a whole lot of undue heat because of "I'm Not Starfire." That it's actually not bad. I read it. Even as a middle-aged man, it's not that bad.
0: Nice. So I haven't read it. And yep. then there's that last page, where where Batman is is punching Mister Worth.
1: Yeah, that, that's how things oh. kind of end for Batman. Is, uh, he goes down to the sewer. Bruce does to find some of his Batman gear. He gets it on, and as soon as he gets the gear on, he finds Mr. Worth, who's followed Bruce Wayne down, and Batman confronts him, and the fight starts.
0: Yeah, that splash page of the upp- uppercut. That looks pretty, that's pretty cool. Oh,
1: that's awesome, yeah.
0: I dig it, yeah.
1: Yeah. So a couple uh, quick points on the back stories here. Uh, we get one called Three Minutes, which is it's a flashback to the early days of Lucius Fox mm. coming to be a player in the Batman world. Yes. Then there's another one called Exclusive, which is uh Deb Donovan of the Gotham Gazette kind of running down the power players in Gotham City.
0: Yeah. And I like it because, you know, I, I'm always up for for a flashback to the to the earlier days of Batman when you know the formative when certain players became part of the mythos you know in a bigger way so i like that but the deb donovan character definitely comes into play in the in the main issues later on so it's good to introduce yeah her
1: that's a good point yeah
0: get a feel for it her here so yeah i liked it
1: mm-hmm. So do you wanna you do you wanna rate each issue or do you just want to rate this like arc or whatever as a whole? How do you wanna do that?
0: I'll leave it up to you. How do you wanna you wanna rate the whole thing as a
1: whole? Yeah, let's just rate the whole thing. You know, since okay. we're going through more quickly than we usually do, let's just yeah, rate it yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah.
1: So Detective ten thirty eight opens up with this epic struggle for Gotham City that's happening below the streets. And of course, it's the continuation of the previous issue, and that is Batman and Mr. Worth. They are locked in this, in this struggle in this subterranean micro cave system, and of course, Mister Worth is actually still trying to use the rocket launcher, which is having bad effects because Batman's knocking him around, and Mister Worth is still firing the rocket launcher, which is bringing things down upon them. And Bruce Bruce eventually gets the kind of the 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 final upper hand, and he's able to subdue Mister Worth because lady clayface as sarah comes out of the darkness and mr worth is obviously very confused as to what he's seeing and he thinks that it's sarah and of course she turns back into lady clayface and kind of dissolves and of course he is undone by this
0: yeah he's incensed and he blames of course batman is the fault what did you do yeah exactly
1: and that's not the end of Mister Worth, by the way. I mean, he does the police do uh, the police do come for him, but he d- he doesn't stay in police custody very long.
0: Of course not, because yeah, he's got half of them on the pay on the payroll.
1: And we see towards the end of this issue, actually, that Deb Donovan is strapped. She is strapped to a chair in the sewers, and there are bombs all around her. Mm. And again. I like how much of these stories like take place in the sewers with Huntress. And it's kind of, you know, it's it's dark and it's green. There's a lot of like, you know, uh green colorings in this, and yeah. not just because I like green, but it's a, it's you know, it gives you this kind you know, of uh, really you like green? I would have never guessed, on it. Just, uh, maybe just a little. <laughs> but yeah, I like how gritty this looks, and you see Batman and Huntress moving around. Um, in in the sewers, and it just gives you this really cool vibe. And you know uh, that
0: what, what I think it really works about it is that I think this story, detective in general, is able to find a good a good balance of you you've got the you know very comic booky sci fi aspect, which is Lady Clayface, but then you can boil it down to. And and you know, Mister Vile comes into play later. But you have those two more sci-fi supernatural elements, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But then you have, at the same time, we're dealing with a murder mystery and that you know, down and dirty and gritty kind of kind of aspect.
1: That's what I like about this, like how kind of multi-layered it is. There's yeah. so many things going on, and I like that. You know, I tend to like bigger stories and. I don't really think about Batman necessarily being a big story all the time, but this definitely is. So,
0: right now, just off the top of my head, is it you? Is it just me, or does Mister Worth kind of look like a a slightly more rotund version of Craven?
1: Yeah, you could tell uh, he would be. Well, he's a giant, so he's bigger than Craven. Yeah. He looks older than Craven, and. But again, similar,
0: like, yeah, they have very similar mustache
1: sensibilities. Yeah, so he's got the good. He's got the good facial hair game going on. Yeah, and the, yeah. And,
0: the and the cult is very you know. Yeah, yeah. Very craven, like yeah. I'm well,
1: surprised. again, that's that, and you know, he nearly brings you know the city to its knees again with the rocket launcher. He's still running around the city with the rocket launcher. Yeah. So there,
0: there's he, that one page, Donnie, that you where Batman and Hundreds are running
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the sewer. That's the best drawn page. I mean, and the, the the whole book it looks good, but that's the best, my favorite page.
1: Yeah. I
0: where she I'm asked not- Batman. Where she asked Batman, just to give you context, where she asked Batman, "Are you talking in your head or what?" Because she's asking him questions, and he's not saying anything. Yeah, but we're seeing, but we're, we're seeing like the thought bubble that Batman's thinking, and so she's like, "Are you talking in your head again, or what?"
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, be- I like I like at the end too. You see, you know, Mister Vile after after um, Mister Worth uses the rocket launcher bazooka. I don't know whatever you want to call it. I'm not <laughs> an expert on on military grade weapons, but oh darn it, that's why. I hate it. <laughs> After he uses that, you see Vile kind of watching the city from a window, and he's like, yes, because, you know, he's he's got his own goals here. So,
0: Talk about creepy neighbors. That guy looks like
1: one. Uh, yeah. Well, you get a really good shot of him on the next issue. He's on the cover with his mouth open and the, like, scarab-looking thing, the green scarab coming out yeah, of his mouth. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Woo! That is an ugly image, which, and I mean that in a good way.
0: Right, so, yeah, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be, yeah, yeah.
1: It says, "From the depths, enter vile." Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So, did you want to touch on the back issue for this one?
1: Uh, was it called "March of the Penguin"? I believe was the yeah. backup story, and was there another one? I think it was just that one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I liked it to focus on the two Batgirls. Again, you know, Steph- by Batgirls I mean Stephanie Brown and and uh, Cassandra Cain. The actual legitimate Cassandra Cain, not that, not that Cassandra Cain name only from the Birds of Prey movie. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, by the way, I like the Birds of Prey movie. I just didn't like Cassandra Cain. Anyway, uh, or the portrayal of Cassandra Cain. Nothing against that actor, the young actress. Um, but I, like again, that just underscores that I like that. Clearly, Batman's a busy guy, <laughs> so uh, especially at the moment. So it makes sense that Oracle would have the Batgirls. Uh, that,
1: that's a good point. A lot of good visuals with the Batgirls here.
0: Yeah, I love the art. And uh, like I said, why can't more than one? There's been more than one Batgirl, so why can't there be multiple Batgirls? And why can't they team up? Like where? You know, we don't have to get so tribal about, oh, well, I like this Batgirl. Well, I like that Batgirl. Why can't we have both of them or or all of them? And I like that Oracle's been like, you know what? Yeah. We can, and I should be the one, you know, sort of, because I was the original bad girl. I could be the one that's organized, you know, that's kind of uh, basically the ringleader of all the Batgirls. Mm-hmm. So I, I liked it. Yeah.
1: I also liked in this issue, which was really cool. You see a flashback, and you get the origin of, not necessarily Mr. Vile as a villain, but when he was a kid, you see what makes him this way, how he has yeah. this parasitic scarab looking thing in his mouth. Yeah, yeah. You see that he was swimming when he was 8 years old that he picked this thing up and it has just transformed him into this, you know, ravenous horrific villain. Moral of the story, unless it's a seashell, don't pick it up. Yeah, that's a that's a good uh good rule of thumb there, sir. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, but, and you can feel this too. you see him like you know getting examined by a doctor when he's young, and you can yeah. feel like the discomfort and the pain that uh, he's absolutely, going
0: through. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely,
1: and again, you also see like the birth of his hunger, and he is actually you know he passes this parasite onto people, I thought you said
0: and, I thought you were gonna say he passes gas, I mean, wait a minute, that's. Uh... Where did you mean that? I mean, well, but
1: maybe that happens too when he's passing the parasite along. You don't know. But probably, yeah. <laughs> it would stand to reason.
0: It certainly is gruesome enough, so why not? Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah. In fact, at this point uh, in this issue, Deb Donovan actually gets infected. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and and Chicana,
1: uh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, and she she attacks Batman, and Huntress has to intervene.
0: Like I like uh, again, if you're gonna give, if you're gonna. If is going to do this thing where a bunch of their 499 books have back issues, the only ask that I have is make them have meaning to the larger story. Because if they don't, I don't necessarily want to read about side characters.
1: Right. You know but I, mean? I will say this, you know, Hunters plays a very important role here. We see that the parasite that Vile is passing along, it's light-sensitive. That comes into play later on. Huntress figures that out.
0: You mean you could just inject light into it and it'll go, it sounds like somebody
1: <laughs> What do you know? You can actually
0: <laughs> I've heard I've heard this before from someone, Donnie.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, only this time it's fictional and fun. Hearing that before yeah. was just like, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. You
0: <laughs> well, speaking of Mr. Vile, there is one in real life. Just
1: yeah, let's not go there. <laughs>
0: I love all these comics. They're just giving me Uh, just looking. The parallels are uncanny.
1: And yeah, now also you also see at the end of this, uh, it kind of leaves you hanging on the fact that Oracle is actually infected in this too, Mm. because she catches up with Vile. And uh, man, that's a powerful image. Yeah, Hunt. What did I say? Oracle. I'm sorry, Huntress. Yeah, Uh, Huntress. She has this, this. Uh, she she puts some cups on vials. She gets too close. And when she does, he infects her. And you see, like, these glowing green tentacles hanging out of her mouth. Yeah. I mean, it's just really like a horror story. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, this is like
0: that. a topic for to one dream, I would think. Right? Yeah, yeah
1: that, that's a good point. So, yeah. 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 In the meantime, Batman is still fighting with Mr. Worth. Eventually, he ends up fighting with Oracle. Because, not Oracle again. Huntress. He ends up fighting with Huntress because she's infected. So I don't know yes. why he's saying Oracle, but yeah. Huntress know,
0: yeah. Is... yeah. <laughs> Donnie secretly wants an Oracle photo book. That's why he's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so eventually, you know, she tells him, you know, it's light. It's light that can't affect this thing. So at the end of this story, though, it's actually interesting. Bruce decides that to get the police off of his back, to continue with this search for what's going on, he's got to turn himself in as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So, again, shout out to the writer, Mariko Tamaki, pencils, Victor Bogdanovich, um, the colors, I believe, uh, Jordi Belair, again, everything in this issue I think really worked together Yeah, very well.
0: I love it. Yeah, again, this storyline, there. there's just so much going on, but, like, each piece of the story is getting its due. It's not being glossed over or, or, or you know, rushed in favor of, of a, another part of the story. I, I really like it.
1: And we get a backup story called The Life and Times of Hugh Vile. Yeah. Which, again, another kind of, you know, gritty uh, flashback type of story that where you see, you know, the parasite and you see some of Vile's backstory uh, with his brother and his mother and again lends itself well to what they're doing in the main story.
0: See, see this is the difference between and again, I don't want to be cruel but or mean, but you sometimes you just have to say what what it is. This is why I'm enjoying right now at least Detective more than Batman. And mm-hmm. we'll cover Batman as Fear State is happening, you know. We'll get back to Batman for Fear State, but um what I what I was becoming disenchanted with in terms of the Batman title uh, is, you, you know, um, James Tiny in the fourth was creating a bunch of different characters, a bunch of new characters, villains, you know, uh, and, uh, and the guy there with the Ghostmaker or whatever his name is, Ghostmaster, Ghostmaker.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ghostmaker was in the backup store, which is fine, but uh, Miracle Molly and uh, the Rose character that he created, like there's so many characters, I don't even know who's who. That's <laughs> part of the point is that he created them, to get one issue, and then he created create another one. And there was no time to, to get comfortable or familiar with that, the, the one new character. This time, we've got two new characters, Mr. Vile and, and and or, or Hugh, Hugh Vile and Mr. Worth, right. And we've gotten a chance to get to know a little bit about each one of them, enough that, you know, we feel, okay, I, I'm, I'm getting to know this person. I'm getting invested. One way or the other, I hate they're the bo- They're both nice quality
1: villains. They're both, yeah. yeah. But
0: I have no problems with creating new bad villains, but you have to give them the time and exposure to grow and, and become either loved or hated, depending on the goal of, of why you're creating them. And I think Detective has done, the, done that correctly, where Batman has faltered in that area. So that's why, at present, I'm enjoying Detective more than Batman. So just to clarify.
1: yeah, I, I do want to say that my favorite image of this issue is the last page of that backup story. You see, you know, Hugh Vile with his mouth open with the parasites overcoming, <clears throat> and it kind of reminds me of um, the, the Reapers in Blade Two. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, of course, the thing is coming out of his mouth. It reminds me a little bit of the Predator films as well as uh, um the, the, the strain... There's, It's very classic kind of horror here, but this this picture is great. Also, Donnie,
0: I'm I'm curious. Does that kind of imagery appeal to you because, you know, Venom is often seen with his tongue hanging out?
1: (laughs) I just, again, I like... (laughs) Uh, I mean that's that's a good point. There are a lot of aliens with a lot of like distinctive tongues, aren't there? Donnie um, likes like
0: some tongue. Uh, i not even. Gonna, I was gonna say Donnie likes tongue action, but that's uh, <laughs> let's
1: let's, say, let's keep it PG thirteen now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. Oh man. So yeah, I, I like where that. Uh, I like where that that left off there, and I like how this story continues here. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Agreed.
1: Yeah. So between Vile and Mr. Worth, which one do you think is more valuable going forward?
0: Um I'm gonna say Mr. Worth because he can be the guy behind the scenes pulling strings in future stories if they so choose.
1: That's a that's a good point. I do like them both though. I hope we see I more. do
0: enjoy them both, but I think in terms of longevity, I think Mr. Worth, because he could be that human face, you know, he's got money, and that could be used to cause some chaos. Where currently, at present, Bruce doesn't have the money that he once had.
1: And this next one actually gave us a really interesting scene that was unexpected. When Bruce goes, when Bruce turns himself in, and he's in a jail cell, there oh, so is... we're talking
0: about 10...
1: Yeah, 1040 now. We're on issue number 1040 there's um there's a drunk man in the cell with him who kind of wakes up and he's only half awake and he tells bruce i know who you are evidently you know we see this flashback and this guy's like yeah years ago i saw you fighting with the joker and you had something in your eye and you took your cowl off you actually see that you took your cowl off and i got to look at you and it's interesting i was like well, where are they going to go with this you know, this <laughs> this like random guy knows that Bruce Wayne's Batman. And then I he goes love back. The, to, yeah, yeah I love the the, resolution. But yeah, but, the, the guy goes back to sleep and he wakes up and he's like, huh, what? <laughs> like, who are
0: you? I mean, he had no idea who he was. Right? But oh, that's I, that's I, lucky. <laughs>
1: yeah. But
0: I will say, I love the I love this issue for that for that portion, like the whole flashback portion, mm-hmm. because it gave us Batman in that classic blue gray with the yellow oval on the chest.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah. And I,
0: I'm awesome. a certain... It's very easy to make me happy. Uh, <laughs> put Margot Robbie, Alexa... You know, one way to do it is put Margot Robbie, Alexa Bliss, you know, Gal Gadot, or any one of my wives, my other wives on the screen. That's one way. But in terms of, of comic book, Batman Happiness, give me... Batman in the classic blue-gray with the yellow oval, and I'm, 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 and I'm you know, overjoyed. And i got to give a shout-out, and I know you've interacted with him online. Peter M. Vera, who, you know, he's part of Batman on Film, mm-hmm. part of the Italians for Spider-Man uh, group, and he's part of uh, the hashtag Team Yellow Oval uh, contingent. So <laughs> shout-out to him. Uh, he i'm sure loved this issue for that fact as well
1: uh. well and we see later on in this issue things are about to get really bad for for batman because penguin shows up and he is teaming up with mr worth yeah and and, and a number of other villains too
0: which is what i mean in terms of of mr worth's money that mm-hmm. can that can really cause some damage because you know, some of these villains will throw throw their lot in with him for some cash.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah.
1: Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna use Vile to their own ends here.
0: Yeah, and they call and, themselves the jury, right?
1: Yeah, the jury. And you see Vile kind of strapped to a bed here.
0: You know what's funny is that The Penguin and those villains want Batman off, sort of off the table. <laughs> Mister mm-hmm. Worth wants Bruce Wayne taken care of because he thinks
1: he thinks that he killed Sarah. Bruce killed Sarah, so and, and he thinks Batman's protecting Bruce too. Right,
0: so they want he wants Bruce. They want they want Batman off the table. And it's like you guys realize, well, you don't realize, but you want the same guy taken care. of. It. It's like. Hello, like you want to see, You're both really after the same guy. Mm-hmm. If one of you wins, you both win, or you right.
1: all win. <laughs> it's funny how that works sometimes. But yes, yeah. we also see a backstory in this issue. It's about Kirk Langstrom as Man Bat. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Oh, I likewise, and you actually see that seemingly uh, Man Bat is or Kurt Langstrom is killed in this because we see Batman at a graveyard. And a coffin is being lowered into the ground, and we see so some. So it's kind abandoned. of
0: like a coffin drop.
1: Ah, I like it, <laughs> <laughs> which we just talked about on the podcast we recorded before this one, and that is AEW All Out. We recorded that, and that will be available on the Multiverse Musings vidcast yeah, right here on
0: YouTube. I appreciate
1: it. It was like it was like the Lucha Brothers setting each other up, you know, that's for the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We got it. So.
0: Uh that's how we roll
1: here. Yeah. But uh so we we see in this like this backup story, uh Kurt is actually Kirk is actually like inhabited by this like literal demon that yeah. he's able to overcome. Whereas in the past he's kind of fighting his, his like own personal demons. This one Batman kinda of helps him overcome this demon that is inhabiting him. Yeah. So that was just like that like escalated quickly. I was like, I don't know where they're gonna go with this and then, oh wow, he's got this like, you know, demonic thing inside of him. So Yeah, what did you so think I, of that backup story?
0: I really love the fact that it was very personable, very very emotional, very uh very constri- like it's it's very character focused. Whereas like this with with in the main story, we've got so much going on. Right? There's three or four different balls in the air
2: right
0: yeah with this it's much more here's basically two three when the wife comes into play characters that we're really keying in on and and, you know and and it's funny because kirk langstrom is literally a a man bat but a man
2: bat right
0: but the literal translation of a batman right and, and he goes up you know and batman our conception of Batman, which is Bruce Wayne in a costume, typically out to to, to you know to maim and brutalize his villains just enough to stop them. Now he's he's actively trying to get this one help.
2: Yeah,
0: you know what I mean. So it's mm-hmm. it's the 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 dichotomy of that is is rather interesting, and it, and it shows Batman's deeper desire to. You know everybody is capable of being saved. You know, and this is why he doesn't. I think this kind of highlights why he has that no kill rule because in his mind, part of it is to you know stop other kids from going through what he what he had to go through, but also in his mind he's got that that idea that everybody is deserving of a second chance and can be rehabilitated.
1: Well, and I think sometimes Batman gets. You know, he can be really dark, but he gets a lot of unnecessary criticism for being, people think that he doesn't have a heart. Yeah. But there have been many instances where and writers have used, he does, yeah. he does, you know, he's, he's taken, you know, young kids who are threatening him and he showed them mercy. And he, yeah. he's actually a, a philanthropist. He donates yeah. a lot of money. And I know a lot of the, that's another criticism of oh. people who don't read Batman comics, by the way, they're yeah. like, oh, he could just wipe out poverty and everything in Gotham city. If he, if he wanted to with all his money. And I'm like, He's tried that. You obviously have not read the comics, yeah. you know. He read tries a book. to wipe. read yeah, a comic. exactly read. Yeah. Plus, it would be boring. You know, there wouldn't be a book if he wiped out all crime in the city with his money. Nobody it would be wants, interesting. Uh, nobody
0: wants to read the book. The, the, the monthly title called Bruce Wayne donates money.
1: Right. <laughs> exactly.
0: Who wants to read that?
1: Yeah. So again, now in this next issue, this is one
0: thousand and forty-one. Don't give we, DC ideas. Don't publish a book called Wayne Enterprises.
1: Yeah, uh, let's uh, <laughs> It
0: won't take that much. <laughs> anyway, Bruce's fox in the boardroom. <laughs>
1: that that's one I think I'd pass on. I, I'm um, sure Phil Boba would love that. <laughs> <A good
0: friend.
1: laughs> so in this one, again, we see Batman back in the classic gray and blue, and Bruce so, is actually yeah, uh, it, he, and it is rendered so well in this the colors. Just, I mean, all the lines in the the art, it's just great. And I always like Batman with a little bit of scruff. Yeah, he's
0: got a little because, scruff,
1: yeah. Because it's like you can tell he's been working the late hours. He hasn't had time to shave, you know. Yeah. Um, awesome. So he's headed to a warehouse. Bruce is on the run, run from the police. He finally gets in his Batman gear, and he wants to go to this warehouse because he's after Mr. Worth. So, it, you know, this picks up again. This is all, you know, this is, it, every issue kind of picks up right where the other one left off. Decision right. is, isn't a story where you're seeing a lot of time elapse between issues.
0: Yeah, it's like literally the next it like the next minute.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like you you get a sense that all these issues are happening within a day or so, or a couple of days. Yeah,
1: a couple of days, couple of weeks, something like within that.
0: Within a week, you know, a week or two this is all happening. Mm-hmm.
1: So Batman finally does come to where the jury is, and he tells uh, Mr. Worth, he's like, "Sarah was killed by a man named Neil Betterman." He's like, you know, it wasn't me. Yeah. Um, of course, you it know, Mr. It wasn't Bruce. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, it uh, wasn't Bruce. I, I should I should Which clarify that. Right. See, um, if
0: comics had music, like if you could, like if comics were like those, you know, the you know the greeting cards, like the you know birthdays and stuff. That you open them and they play a song or play music.
2: Hmm.
0: If this comic had that capability, like, you'd turn the page where Batman is saying it wasn't Bruce Wayne, and instead of Bruce Wayne saying that, it, it'd be the 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 song by uh, What's that that uh, guy's name. Uh, it wasn't me by you know the, you know that song, but Shaggy.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. That's, that's you. Sh- you shouldn't ask me musical questions because <laughs> most of the time I'm gonna be like, what? You've never heard of it.
0: Wasn't <laughs> me by Shaggy.
1: I do know that I do know that one, but I'm just saying. Uh,
0: yeah, Don't you think that would have been perfect if they turned the page and no, 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 it wasn't me. <laughs> See, we sing badly on the show, but we sing too.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I like the interaction here with Mister Worth because Batman, you know, he comes in and he was like, you know, it wasn't Bruce Wayne. But Mister Worth looks at him and says, "You, you protect Gotham, right?" And Batman's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "But you didn't protect my daughter, so that makes you guilty too." And I, I like that kind of unhinged reasoning, to con- and, you know, to to continue the battle. So yeah,
0: it's like, unfortunately, he can't save everybody.
1: Right. Exactly. Especially a place where he's you know he's not there. So not even
0: Superman could.
1: And Superman struggles with it at times because he, yeah, no matter how so. powerful he is, he can't save everyone.
0: Yeah. I mean, even with the entire bad Family at your disposal, you know, you've got Dick and Nightwing. Right, mm-hmm. doing his thing. He, he can't just, you know, if he's in the middle of, of a battle in bloody, and Bruce can't come and say, "Hey, pop over here, drop what you're doing, drop that mass murderer you're dealing with, and come over here because we've got a situation." You know, they're all like Gotham is. Such, the, the point of that is Batman being unable to be everywhere at once it underscores the fact that he's human, but also Gotham is such a crappy place in terms of the amount of crime that not even an entire bat family is suffice to get that city under control
1: mm-hmm. yep and actually in this and you see uh, and i really like this story point too the jury is able to extract the parasite from Vile, and they weaponize it they shoot it at bruce and now he's infected That was uh, man. That was some really scary imagery at the end because you know you see Bruce rise up and his his eyes are red and his his uh, skull's on fire. You know, metaphorically, not like Ghost Rider, but as you know, he's holding his head. Can can you imagine Ghost Rider? That'd be interesting. I'd I'd read that book. Oh yeah. What would you think? What do you think of that image when he got? Oh, it's so. Again, I said
0: it as a joke earlier, but like. This is like a Todd McFarl like if Todd McFarlane was doing Batman on a steady in a steady rotation this is what i imagined it'd be like mm-hmm. like he would create this is very in the in the, in the vein in the realm of, of Todd McFarlane. Yeah.
1: And we get another backup story the the that the main story cuts off with Batman infected and then we cut to a backup story with Deb Donovan again trying to track down what's going on with all these infections <clears throat> all these weird deaths over Gotham.
0: I really like it's it's cool because using a reporter kind of gives you average Joe's perspective. Like this is what that's that's know, a good
1: point. Yeah, you know what
0: I mean? Because we're, we're we're getting it from like Batman and, and and the heroes of Gotham's point of view when we read the main story. But how does that look? How does all this chaos look to the man on the st or the person on the street? You know? Yeah. So I I like the the, the exploration of this and the discovery of all this from her point of view.
1: So let's move on to issue number
0: 1042.
1: Yes, the finale. Yes. So So, again, this opens up with Batman infected and I love the imagery here of Batman again with the like green glowing tentacles coming out of his mouth. And you know Batman kind of struggling to overcome this thing. Yeah. Oh man, that's so good. And actually, actually, the 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 parasite and like you know you see the 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 visual through Batman's eyes is Mister Worth, and he's like you know go get him. You know. Yeah.
0: Because like you're seeing it through Batman's
1: eyes, but the parasite's in control. Yeah, it's in that
0: control. was and really he- cool. That was really cool. Yeah, it was.
1: And Mr. Worth is rightly terrified when Batman comes for him and is, like, you know, trying to uh, eat him, inject him with the parasite you know what or it, whatever. You know what it
0: kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminded me of that scene in Batman Begins when uh, Batman uses the fear gas on on Dr. Crane.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point.
0: And Dr. Crane sees him as that that Bat-monster kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. It, it, again, I, I still got flashbacks to the to the Reapers and Blade too because you know yeah, that's what that's they would yeah, they would pull people close and you know their mouths would open up. That's what it reminded need, me of. A
0: blade, I'm going. Damn it! That's just don't get me started. Come on, yeah,
1: Marvel. A, that's a and different that's podcast. Not, that's Marvel. This is not the Marvel you know.
0: podcast, but give me what I want. Give me a Blade solo book.
1: <laughs> All right, Batista, give me what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so, a big fight ensues between this like parasite or vile controlled Batman and Mr. Worth. And you actually see that, you know, the parasite is urging Batman on to kill him, yeah. you know, fighting against, you know, Batman's own morality. And it's probably my favorite moment in this comic is, you know, Mr. Uh, Batman's kind of holding Mr. Vile over, like from a building and he's saying, kill him, kill him. And you see Batman all of a sudden, no. Yeah. And you see him like his dominance, his will, Asserting itself, you know, against the monster within him, and I just—that's a really powerful image. So
0: again, and it's that, and this is why I love the character so much—is—is is because a lot of his problems would be solved. I mean, if he—if he just snaps the Joker's neck,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or the Penguin's neck, or the Riddler, or you—you you name the villain, you know, if he just puts them out of their out of their misery. Gotham would be, in a sense, a lot safer. Mm-hmm. The beauty of Batman is his determination not to stoop to that level. And that principle that everybody can be, you know, has the opportunity to be rehabilitated. That's why he puts them in Arkham.
1: Right. He does. So, he doesn't. You know. So, sometimes people die fighting Batman, but he doesn't execute people. He's not. Right. He's, not the, he's not the Punisher. As
0: much as I love the look, look, the Punisher's great. And sometimes in the real <laughs> world that we live in, with certain, a certain segment of moron that I'm not going to mention because <laughs> I've had it. Uh, I've had it up to here. With and I'm not talking about Twitter people that hashtag something. I'm All talking right. about real world morons that are that, that are causing a lot of chaos. With their stupid beliefs, but man, sometimes I, I think, man, if the Punisher was around, I'd send him, I'd sick him on a specific group of <laughs> uh, people right now. However, I applaud Batman in the sense that he doesn't go that that extra mile, and and th- th- this goes to the argument where, yeah, like you said, people have died fighting Batman, and we've seen that in movies, right? Yeah, you know, the Joker was. Was a victim of his own, his own issues because he, he was the one that was clinging to the to the, you know to the, gargoyle. And then, right. you know, right. you shit out of luck when 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 Batman's trying to save Vicky Vale, and your foot gets tangled on the on the gargoyl, dumbass. It's your own
1: problem, <laughs> you
0: know. Uh, Rosal. I love
1: the end of that movie. I thought that was yeah. perfect. Oh, and, yeah.
0: the, and the laugh
1: the, the, with yeah. the yeah. yeah, with the, with the,
0: the yeah. yeah, and then. You know, with with Ra's al Ghul in Batman Begins, he, you know, he's the one who set the train in motion, the thing with the train in motion, kind of his own, he's a victim of his own circumstance, you know. So when Batman kills, usually in movies, with the exception of the bomb down the clown's pants in Batman, <laughs> Batman Returns, which I still find funny. Well, like, uh, <laughs> like <why is> <laughs> the, we, I, I think that's the only time that Batman's kind of willingly.
1: Well, he set the other guy on fire from the Red Triangle Gang when yeah, he turned but you, can, car he, and...
0: you can theoretically. I mean, you, you're burnt. Right. You got one out of a sunburn, but you can still survive that. Uh,
1: maybe. I think it's too much of a shot. But anyway, that's. Anyway.
0: But yeah, but for the most part, nine times out of ten.
1: He's not intentionally intentionally trying to kill you is the point right that's that's the that's Batman's no kill rule in a in a nutshell it's not that he that he absolutely won't take a life it's, if it's in the middle of a battle it happens like a soldier but he's not going to execute somebody well, But in the a comics they make a,
0: they make a point of not doing it and, 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 and right. yeah. this is why th- that's why I gravitate towards this character because it's fun watching him beat the living crap out of somebody. To the point where they're probably gonna end up in hospital. But listen, the Joker deserves to end up in a hospital.
1: They might wish they were dead, but yeah, they might actually be dead. So. You know,
0: you, you know, some of the things the Joker does deserves to be in a hospital. Go well, ahead.
1: back to this issue, I like the fact that after he finishes with Mister Worth, the like parasite is telling him, "Now you go after Huntress," and I yeah. didn't say Oracle, Huntress. Yeah, you go after <laughs> And he's like, no. And then he actually cuffs his hands together, his own hands. Yeah. That was a really interesting visual to, like, watch this inner struggle with Batman. His between. willpower, his his intelligence yeah. is really on display here. Yeah. yeah. So, it's, it's, uh, it's I mean, eventually he does go after the Huntress, but at least he has cuffed his own hands. Yeah. And he's trying to fight back against this, you know, mental invader. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, great, great oh. stuff. Uh, uh, and then, like I said, the use of Huntress here. And the fact that they both, you know, they both help each other out. They both, they both you know, they're both, they both have a hand in, in assisting the other one. And again, both, even though this is Detective and, you know, Batman is a star, Huntress got a lot of time to shine throughout the course of this arc, and I really like that.
1: Well, she's the one who actually kind of saves the day here because yeah. she she shoots this the the like I guess I, I guess you could call it like the alpha the parasite that comes out of vial, and yeah. when she does, he just kind of like starts to sizzle and disintegrate, and he loses control of Batman. Yeah. That was, and I mean, for, you know, a horror-tinged book, that was like a perfect ending, to see him just kind of smoking and deteriorating.
0: Yeah, that was great. Yeah, was
1: that great. was that was a really fitting ending to this type of story. And
0: then, and then at the end, you know, Bruce and, and, and Huntress Helena share a scene where they basically said, you know, if you need anything, I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. So there's that. Sense yep. of, yeah, and I like that,
1: right? <clears throat> and actually, this story ends, and and we do get a little bit of a. They kind of leave a thread here, just in case Vial wants to come back. You see that his body is um, uh, is is in a mortuary, and they're doing the autopsy on him. And the there's an egg that drops off of the table, yeah. onto the floor. It reminded me of the uh, the worms in the movie, uh, well, the m- movie and the novel Dreamcatcher by Stephen King. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I like it's
0: a, it. It's a horror change, and I'm not typically a horror guy, but I think it worked. I think for this story and the, 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 the type of horror that was being employed, I think it all worked well.
1: Um, yeah, and you see, you see one of those eggs kind of rolling yeah. towards a grate. So Mr. Kind of le- could could yeah. You know, the beauty
0: of this, the beauty of the way this arc ends is uh, Mr. Worth is missing.
1: Yeah.
0: Like they say, he's not dead, right? So there's that. And Mr. Vile, there's uh, remnants of him still in play here. So they could both come back following the Fear State event if they so choose. Right. Down the road.
1: And there's also a backup story called what the profanity <laughs> it just gives you a bunch of symbols is task force z yeah and this actually starts. it's really funny it's a it's a uh it's a meeting between deb donovan and red robin red hood uh red, excuse me red hood and they're they're like in this diner and <laughs> he's just like eating everything in sight and everybody's kind of staring around at him and i like kind of the the humor that they used here it's not out of place at all no yeah, um,
0: And I'm loving, you know, I've always liked Red Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the way Titans have really put a shine on him in live action, I'm really loving the character even more. And, you know, Task Force Z is going to involve zombies mm-hmm. and the Suicide Squad
1: and Red Hood. Yeah, Red, and, and by the way, Red Hood, he skipped out on the bill. He just left her with well, the bill. Of
0: course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. the adopted, <laughs> One of the adopted sons of Bruce Wayne skips out on the bill. What kind of...
1: Okay. Right. And she didn't have her wallet, so. Yeah.
0: I guess she's doing the dishes. Uh <laughs> But uh no, so you know that task for Z the mini series. I think it's a six issue uh mini series or so. It okay. starts in October for for Halloween. That might be something we look at once it's done, we'll review it as it since it kind of uh, popped up in this book. We'll see how it goes and mm-hmm. and maybe do a, a review of the whole story once it's over. Um so so, yeah, but I'm intrigued, and you're right. It was funny, the whole coffee shop vibe.
1: Yeah, I liked it, yeah. It of amazing. course, that, that actually ends, and I'm I'm assuming this is going to pick up in Fear State. You actually see uh, Deb Donovan, she's calling the police after um, Red Hood has this battle, and she's whacked by a bat from behind, and you see her, like, bloody glasses and her phone on the ground, and then the story ends.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that'll it either continue in Fear State or... Pass for Z. We'll see which one, but one of the two will. Because I know at the end of the book it said "enter fear state," right? So, yes, yeah. We'll see, uh, but. Um,
1: so, what do you think of this overall, like this art? Overall
0: storyline, I'm going to give it a solid four and a half out of five for for the writing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I really like, like it's like we've talked about the blend of, you know, a street level murder investigation, and the supernatural stuff, I mm. thought it was a good balance. Likewise. It, you know, they created two new characters that they gave us time to get familiar with. They also highlighted Bat-family interactions with Batman, Oracle, and Huntress, And it all just came together really nicely and told a really full, complete, easy-to-follow storyline, even though they were giving us a lot of stuff in there and then the art between victor bogdanovich right and dan Mm -hmm. mora right was just top tier uh batman imagery so i'm gonna give the art a five
1: five. Uh, my rating is the same i'm gonna give the art a five i thought it was the art really lent itself well to the story and uh the writing 4.5 so yeah
0: uh, so, so yeah, uh, that's how we're going to do, Donnie and I have kind of sort of made a, made a decision to kind of cover stories, with the exception of Green Lantern, because we started doing single issues, we'll continue the single issue Green Lantern and stuff. But in terms of covering comics, we're going to do uh, them in like each storyline in, in bunches, so like a story arc. Uh, we think that's the, the the best way going forward uh, so you know the next thing we're probably going to have to do in terms of the Bat related stuff is probably going to be predominantly Fear State so what we'll do is maybe instead of going back and reading those Batman issues that really sort of focus more on creating new characters what I would what, what I would Suggest we'll do is go go like full bore into Fear State and cover. Yeah. We're not going to cover every single Fear State issue because there's a like there's a lot of books that cover the Fear State kind of event. But what I was thinking we could key in on is maybe the Batman detective and Nightwing portions of the Fear State stuff. Um. That'll be our because like, those are the big you know in terms of the bat books the big three. Okay. Uh, we're also going to be doing a little bit of a deep dive into Harley Quinn for a very specific purpose. A little bit later, I don't want to say what it is yet because <laughs> it's a far it's a I mean I think we've got something scheduled for the mid October in terms of right. the Harley Quinn stuff.
2: Yes.
0: So I don't want to get too specific, but it's really cool. And I want to make sure it pans out first before I give you a specific of what I'm what I'm alluding to. But I'm really excited about talking about Harley Quinn with a with a specific person that's right. going to join us. Uh, okay. But 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 for the purposes of the Fear State, I think if we key in on those three books, will be will be good. I do want to when we do cover Batman again before Fear State, I want it to be Nightwing, where we okay. left off with Nightwing because that book is like chef kiss good um but the point is for stuff like Justice League and you know and The Superman in Action we're going to do more story arc based so what? like as a whole instead of issue by issue you know instead of combining two issues of Batman two issues of Superman two issues of action i think it's just a better way, better way of doing it is if we attack it as a, you know a, a story arc
2: mm-hmm.
0: i think that those will be the best way about going about it from now on okay and you seem to be on board with that when we talk privately. I'm fine, so. Yeah, yeah. So, I do want
1: to say one more thing before we actually before we sign off here. Um, there's a tribute in the last issue that we talked about at the back to Robson Rocha, who yeah. was a DC artist, passed away untimely death at the age of 41. Um, he worked on Green Lanterns. He was a part of that mytho. So I just wanted to thank him for that. And... Uh, You know, go with God, brother. We appreciate all your contributions to the comic book world.
0: And again, I I try not to get preachy on here, but but, I mean, we've lost that great talent because of the pandemic.
2: I, I can't force anybody to do anything.
0: But please, if you're on the fence... And you're a reader of comic books, a lover of comic books, a lover of great art. We lost an artist. I lost a man. I don't know his vaccination status. I don't know what. I know he was in Brazil, and I know the situation there in terms of getting a vaccine is, is, is difficult. But in countries where it's readily available and we have access to it, consider for your own health, for the health of your fellow man, consider getting vaccinated, please. That's all yeah. I ask. I'm not going to force anybody to do anything. I'm not going to insult anybody. Just strongly consider it, and that's all I'll say. But, but yes, respect to that individual. His talent was immense, and it will live on forever. So that's all I got to say. Um, yeah. But we'll be back covering more fun stuff, namely comics. Uh, all of DC, and of course, Fear state as it pertains mm-hmm. to Batman. But until next time, uh, if you want to talk to us about this run of Detective, or Green Lantern, or Flash, or Marvel, or wrestling, as we touched on before, or Ninja Turtles, or He-Man, because it's Power Power Week, Power Power Weekend, Power Con Weekend, as we as we record this. Hopefully, there's some He-Man news that, that I haven't checked Twitter to find yet, mm-hmm. but. If you, want to cover, if you want to talk about all this stuff with me or Donnie or Steven or anybody, but specifically me and Donnie right now because Donnie's the one here, so he can give his plug. Uh, Donnie, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter as The Emerald Enthusiast. Let's talk comics. Let's talk collectibles. Let's talk Green Lantern.
0: And if you want to talk to me on social media, it's at Adam underscore Lee's fan. Uh, we have the Multiverse Music Podcast Network Twitter at MMNPDC. We have the Facebook page, which is listed in the links in in the, in the in the in the description below. I should say the link is listed there. Click it. I'll add you, and we can continue the conversation from there, if you so choose. But remember that this issue, this run of Detective Comics, uh, is forever, from the first time. We see Batman back in the blue and gray with the yellow oval to <laughs> the last. So long, everybody.
1: So long, everyone.